Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. From the gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf flow, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. All righty. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Sunday. It is uh, your 10th day of December, 2023. Your date, 12102023. That's the date for today. A beautiful day here in Las Vegas, although it's cold. It's in the 30s outside right now. We're going to get up to the mid, uh, to the high 50s and maybe hit a 60 today. But uh, it's clear and beautiful out here in Las Vegas, Nevada. And, of course, we're coming to you live and direct from the South Point Studios at the South Point Hotel Casino here on the fabulous strip in Las Vegas, Nevada. We welcome you to the show. And we welcome all of our listeners that are uh, not only listening at our radio station, our home base, Sports Talk 1400 AM and 107.1 FM, and all of the other streaming platforms that we have, like our websites, racedaylasvegas.com, .vegas.world, .global, got them all. And plus uh, the uh, phone apps, or the device apps, I should say, that you can put on your iPhones or your Androids, the KSHP app, so you can hear us now. And of course, a multitude of places that we have uh, podcasting as well. And in addition to that, now here at the South Point Studios, we're also on their streaming, their video streaming on southpointstudios.tv, and importantly, on YouTube. Now, we ask all of our listeners, even the ones that are listening out there, along with all of you that are watching on all the different platforms, to go to YouTube, look up South Point Studio. When you get to that site, subscribe. It is free of charge. And you'll be able to get into not only our shows, but uh, several other shows from the South Point Studios, like the uh, Sports by the Book. That show will be coming up uh, soon after ours today to talk about football. And, of course, uh, other shows on as well. So make sure you subscribe at YouTube. Just go to YouTube, go to South Point Studio, and then subscribe on that site. We do appreciate that. Okay, so welcome to all of you, no matter however, wherever, whenever you get us. Beautiful day here in Las Vegas. Although it's cold, you need a coat here in Vegas. And as far as the weather is concerned around the country, it's it's really going to be bad up and down the East Coast. Uh, You know, the weather service shows us that there's um, all sorts of weather between snow and rain and wind that's going up from uh, the tip of Florida right up the east coast through the eastern and mid-eastern states and right up through into maine so we might have some uh, track conditions there yesterday for example delta downs canceled their last three races there they have no racing today at delta but uh, keep an eye on the weather conditions and certainly the track conditions uh, for those racetracks today a lot happened yesterday a lot happened yesterday so let's get into just to see what happened across the country yesterday at Aqueduct, the big A in New York, uh, the uh, feature race was the Garland of Roses. That winner there was Hot Fudge with uh, Kendrick Carmouche. He paid eight twenty to win for trainer Linda Rice. Uh, finishing set- second was Can't Hurry Love, and uh, Headland finished third in that race. The pick six yesterday at Aqueduct with prices of ten twenty, four eighty. Ten dollars even, twenty-two sixty, eight twenty, and seven dollars and fifty cents. The pick six paid one hundred fifteen 
$1,412.50, and that was not the highest priced payoff of the day, but that was a goodie. Uh, Jerry Jackowitz came with a winner in the last race, a reverse winner. His link, one of his link-up horses won. That was the $7.50 winner. By the way, Dylan Davis, third win on the day in the ninth and final. And that reversed exacta paid $14.10. So uh, thanks a lot, Jerry J., for that. That happened yesterday at Aqueduct. Los Alamitos yesterday. Well, out of the nine races, uh, the big race was uh, a $14 winner. That was the highest-priced winner on the card yesterday at Los Alamitos. That happened in the fifth race. But I got to tell you right now, when we talk about our handicappers and we talk about uh, their products, and, for example, here at the South Point, John Lendo's Lendo Report is free and complimentary every Southern California Racing Day and then some. Whenever he publishes the Lendo Report, it is here at the South Point in the book right behind me, the race book, free of charge exclusively here. It's the only place you can get in Vegas here in the South Point race book, and it's free of charge complimentary at the property here. Well, yesterday. John Lendo's Lendo Report had eight top winners out of the nine-race card. Eight top winners out of the nine-race card. That included all of the winners in the pick six. And for the pick six, it paid $2,532.80. All top picks on John Lendo's uh, report. And, of course, his dollar-suggested late pick four also hit as well. That paid $60.40. John had a big day yesterday. And um, the only loser of the day came in the second race uh, when he had uh, his horse did not win. Elwood Blues won for Bob Baffert and John Hernandez paying $2.40. So John was trying to beat the dead favorite in that race. Otherwise, he'd have swept the card yesterday. A lot of people, I'm sure, that playing gimmicks would probably put the dead favorite in there with anything they played. So it was a big day yesterday. Big day. Uh, for John Lendo's Lendo Report at uh, Los Alamitos. Congratulations, John Lendo, and he'll be with us a little bit later on. Rich Eng came with a winner yesterday, Red Cross Knight, uh, in the seventh race. Her trainer, Jerry Hollendorfer. Nice to see Hollendorfer training in Southern California again. Edwin Maldonado aboard paid five twenty for a horse that was two for two, now three for three at Los Alamitos. John Lendo, of course, uh, gave us a winner out of those eight. One of the uh, picks on the show was a winner. That was uh, Top Gun Tommy. Paid $3 even as the favorite uh, was bet down. Umberto Rispoli's second win of the day. And, of course, uh, John Hernandez, Juan Hernandez, I should say, and Bob Baffert teamed up again for their second victories of the day together in the grade two starlet stakes at Los Alamitos. This was the seventh win in a row in the starlet for trainer Bob Baffert and his 10th starlet win overall. This guy owns this race. Nothing like you took the lead at the start, never headed, went gate to wire in the mile and 16th starlet at Los Alamitos paying $6.20 for that victory. Flynn's chance was second and finishing third was Chatelas. Big day, again, for Bob Baffert and John Hernandez. And by the way, um, the horse that finished second in the race, Great 49, veered out, veered out real bad in the middle of the stretch. So that horse was disqualified and placed behind the horse he impeded, which was the third-place finner, Chattelass. But uh, nothing like you was gone. This horse was gone and down the road for Baffert's seventh in a row, 10 Starlitz wins overall. Amazing. Bob Baffert there at Los Al yesterday. All right, Oaklawn Park. Big day at Oaklawn Park for the Asmussen fan. We were a, a family. We were talking about this yesterday with Jonathan Hardoon. Uh, Steve Asmussen, of course, has his two sons now uh, riding. And in the first race yesterday at Oaklawn, Steve Asmussen trained Hearn. That horse won under Keith Asmussen, paying 10.20. And it was a uh, milestone for the family of the Asmussens, because when Steve was riding, uh, he got 63 total victories before he got too big to ride, and then, of course, he became the, the winningest trainer of all time here in, in the United States. His son, Keith, with his father's horse, in winning that first race yesterday, 
broke his father's riding record. He now has 64 wins. Keith Asmussen, 64 wins, breaking dad's uh, winner there. Of course, uh, Keith is 25 years old. He started riding in late 2022, but he beat dad with dad's horse as far as the jockey record amongst the family. And uh, he breaks his record of 63. Uh, by the way, Steve Asmussen rode in 1982 through 1984 beca- before he got too big to ride and became a trainer. So that was uh, that was a heck of a th- deal going on for the Asmussen fan. And uh, Steve uh, and Keith came back later. Check this out. They came back later to win the seventh race with a horse called Billy Jack together. That horse paid $45.40 to win. So obviously, there weren't that many fans in thinking these guys were in, in the zone yesterday. $45 winner from Steve Asmussen and his son Keith riding there. So they had a double yesterday. In the stakes races yesterday, the Ring the Bell stakes was won by Tejano Twist for trainer Chris Hartman and Chris Landeros riding. 440 there, outrunning Necker Island and Sir Wellington. And in the mistletoe stakes later on in the day, the winner there was Butterbean. Julian Le Perot aboard for Kenny McPeak. That horse paid $24.60, outrunning Misty Vale and Ice Orchid. Big day, though, yesterday at Oaklawn for the Asmussens. Not as big a day, however, for the one ticket holder in the pick five yesterday. Check this out. Here are the prices. $440, $45.40. 4360, 2460, and 880. That pick five at Oaklawn Park yesterday paid $261,287.45. But a bing there. All right, Woodbine, their feature race was the La Provient. The winner there was Fashionably Fab. That was the favorite. Pat Husband's aboard. $3 even there. Outrunning. Talk to you later and uh, Tito's uh, calling, who finished third in that race. A lot of favorites yesterday at Woodbine. The highest-priced winner of the day at Woodbine over the eight races, make it nine races, paid $9.60. Everything else was below that at Woodbine yesterday. Gulfstream Park, a lot of favorites won there as well. In the feature races, the Wait a While for two-year-old fillies, won by Ozara. Christopher Clamont trained, ridden by Ired Ortiz Jr. at 380, outrunning Millet and uh, Great Venezuela. And in the uh, pulpit stakes, the other stakes race on the day for two year olds, the winner there was noted. Todd Pletcher trained, owned by uh, Mr. Rapoli in his stable, ridden by Ired Ortiz Jr., paying 440. So Ired Ortiz Jr. won both stakes races yesterday, three races overall at Gulfstream Park. The pick six there yesterday, contrasting to those big prices at Oaklawn, the pick six paid $165.20 at Gulfstream yesterday. A lot of favorites there. Fairgrounds, Louisiana Champions Day. Here's the Louisiana Champions winner in the Classic. The winner there was uh, Touch Upon a Star, Tim Thornton riding for Jeff DeLome. Uh, that horse paid two forty dollars as the big favorite there, outrunning uh, Tumbaramba and uh, Cosmic Train. Other winners, the Juvenile, Good and Stout. For C.J. McMahon, paying eleven sixty, the uh, turf was won by Bohemian Star, with Jose Guerrero paying thirty nine sixty. In the ladies' distaff, the winner there, free like a girl, Vincent Del, Del Cid, the rider there at five twenty. The ladies' sprint was won by Ova Charged, uh, Jose Guerrero five dollars even. The lassie won by Accommodate Eva for Brian Hernandez at ten sixty. The sprint was won by. Uh, Magnum, Delhomme's other winner. Delhomme had two wins on the day that trainer, eleven dollars even with Chris Lannery aboard, and uh, that was uh, the big races there yesterday at the fairgrounds in Louisiana. Tampa Bay Downs, couple of stakes races there in the Florida Stallions Series Stakes. The Marion County Division won by Shaq Diesel, Joey Bravo at eleven twenty. The City of Ocala won by Bluefield with a Sammy Camacho aboard, paying five eighty. Camacho had three wins on the card yesterday at Tampa. And that uh, took a look at uh, some of the stuff that happened yesterday, but uh, our handicapper John Lindo did a great job at Los Alamitos, and we'll uh, be looking for more today. On our show today, Jonathan Hardoon standing by, so is Bob Mazursky. we got Rich Ang's pick, picks, uh, and uh, John Lindo, of course, will be with us. He'll be the center of uh, the show today, I guess. And 
Jerry Jackowitz, as well as the Woodbine Clocker Pick. So without any further ado, we're going to go to our first break. And when we come back, we'll get you your racing menu for today. And then our handicappers, starting out with uh, John Lendo and Bob Mazursky. Don't go away on this Sunday. From Cowboy Central here at the, the South Point with the National Finals Rodeo going on here. A lot of action. A lot of action with Horsehide, both in the ring and on the racetrack, and hopefully in the book with you. We'll be right back. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos Racecourse continues its celebration of 10 years of daytime thoroughbred racing with an action-packed two-week winter meet in beautiful Orange County. Opening day is Friday, December 8th, and racing will be held Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays through December 17th. First post will be 12.30 p.m. Pacific. Our December meet is our biggest daytime meet of the year with five stake races on tap, including three graded stakes events. Our opening Saturday will feature the running of the Grade 2 Starlet featuring an outstanding field of juvenile fillies. And on Saturday, December 16th, top juveniles will race in the Grade 2 Los Alamitos Futurity. Other top stakes events include the Bayacoa, the Soviet Problem, and the King Glorious. And horse players, the Los Alamitos On-Track Live Money Handicapping Contest is back on Saturday, December 16th. You could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. For the contest format and more, go to LosAlamitos.com. Daytime racing is back at Los Alamitos. Opening day is set for Friday, December 8th. Back on our Sunday Race Day Las Vegas radio program, reminding you that we'll take Monday and Tuesday off, as we normally do, and then we'll be back right here from the studios and over the airways of our anchor uh, radio station, KSHP, on Wednesday morning. Our shows start from 7 a.m. to uh, 8 a.m. Pacific time every Wednesday through Sunday, so keep us in mind for that. And uh, let's get started with the menu. We're going to do the menu of racetracks available today in the Racebook Simulcast Centers and racetracks around the country. Reminding you, the first post times we broadcast on the show each and every day reflect that of the uh, Pacific time zone. So if you're listening here in Las Vegas, these will be the first post times to roll out in our race books right back here and anywhere else you're listening on Sports Talk 1400 AM 107.1 FM. If you are listening on many different platforms and watching here at uh, South Point Studios, Studios and our TV and our YouTube well, if you're in another time zone rather than the Pacific one, adjust to it. These first post times are Pacific, so adjust to it. If you're not in it, I don't want you to miss anything. I don't want you to miss a shot at making some money, missing a race, because you have the wrong post times. Post times are Pacific. I don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad. Okay, here we go. We begin with Gulfstream Park. Gulfstream Park has a big pick six jackpot carryover today of $88,905. That's their pick six carryover. 
at uh, Gulfstream today. Uh, I do believe they also have a Super High 5 carryover. They do, and it's uh, $5,501. Gulfstream Park has 11 races today and a first post time of uh, 9-10. 9-10 first post at Gulfstream today. Aqueduct, the big A in New York. Well, let's see what they have here. They have not posted anything, but Jonathan Hardoon will stand by to give us the latest on the weather that's going to be pretty bad up and down the East Coast. But right now, Aqueduct set to go nine races in the first post time of 9.20. No stakes races today at Aqueduct. First post time, 9.20 Pacific time. Laurel Park is next. That also in the uh, right in the way of all that, uh, that bad weather that's uh, going through the uh, East Coast. Laurel Park has a pick six jackpot carryover, a small one, $956, and their first post time at Laurel today for eight races, $925. Then we go to Woodbine, north of the border. Woodbine has uh, 10 races. Their feature race today is the Steady Growth Stakes, hundred grand at a mile and 16 for three-year-olds and up. 11 go to the post in this one. Pretty wide open event. The five to two favorite there is Artie's Storm with uh, Emma Jane Wilson aboard. And uh, Woodbine has a super high five jackpot carryover, $83,819. That's the super high five carryover. The pick six carryover, it's a jackpot as well, $6,120. First post time at Woodbine today, 10.05, 10.05 for their 10 race card. Then we go to the fairgrounds, New Orleans, uh, where they have a pick six carryover of $6,919. Got to remind you. This is not a jackpot. It's just a regular uh, pick six carryover at the fairground, 6919 And uh, first post time for the nine races today at the fairgrounds is set at 1045. Then we go to Los Alamitos. Southern Cal- what a big day they had yesterday at Los Alamitos. Not only the racing in the afternoon, but the big race uh, last night. We'll talk a little bit about that with Bob Mazursky. But Los Alamitos uh, thoroughbred starts at 1230 this afternoon. Los Al's uh, pick six carryover. $15,984 in the pick six carryover at Los Al today. First post time is at uh, 12.30 and their feature race today at Los Alamitos is the Soviet problem. It will be the last race on the card. A mile for two-year-olds and there's six going in that one. The eight to five favorite there is Loretta Lynn again with Juan Hernandez aboard. First post time Los Al is at 12.30 today. Then we go up to Golden Gate. It is closing day at Golden Gate today. Closing day, 10 races. Everything goes out the door today. Golden Gate, super high five carryover, 6290 It goes out the door. And their uh, carryover in uh, the, I believe uh, the, uh, well, let's see. I guess they don't have a carryover in their pick six. So they're super high. Yes, they do. Pick six jackpot carryover at Golden Gate, $34,105. Two carryovers, it all goes out the door. All the pools have mandatory payoffs today at Golden Gate. Their final day card sees 10 races, and the feature race is the $50,000 Miss America Stakes at a mile and 16th for three-year-olds and up fillies and mares, a field of nine. Two-to-one favorite there is Stoic Luna with Evan Rahman. By the way, yesterday, Asael Espinosa had five wins on the card at Golden Gate yesterday. Keep an eye on him. First post-time Golden Gate closing day, 1245. And then we go to Los Alamitos tonight. After the afternoon card, we got another night card tonight at Los Alamitos. And yet you know what they do uh, at Los Alamitos on uh, Sundays. They got a carryover there, uh, 15,984. I think that's uh, the nighttime, the nighttime carryover, though. So uh, we'll uh, check with Bob Mazursky. But anyhow, Los Alamitos, first post time is 530. They got uh, 10 races tonight, two thoroughbreds, three mixed breed, five quarter horse races. And the 10th and final race tonight, folks, is the $1,785,675 futurity for two-year-olds at 400 yards. Nine go to the post. And the big three to five favorite there is train station five. What a night it's going to be at Low Sal. First post time is at 530. That's your racing menu for today. A lot of good stuff going on. And uh, we will now go to Jonathan Hardoon standing by. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. Congratulations to John Lindo. I can't believe it. He, he, he missed on a two to five shot, sweeping the card. That's a terrific job. It really is. By the way, that carryover, I think, is the nighttime yeah. because he gave out the pick six yesterday. Yeah. So it, there can't be a carryover. Yeah, right. It, it is a, it's for the nighttime. 
And usually they see the nighttime at 10,000 on Sundays, but they do have a carryover, which they, they don't need the seating tonight. But uh, it was an exciting uh, night of racing at Los Al, certainly uh, last night. And, uh, of course, we'll uh, talk to Bob Mazursky in a moment. Uh, your thoughts about anything that happened yesterday? What about the Asmussen clan, huh? The father puts the kid <laughs> on the horse that beats the father's record when he was a jockey. Pretty good stuff, huh? Well, most of the rides he gets is for the father. He does have some wins for other people, but, you know, he rides for his father. And, and they own a lot of those horses as well, the the wife, uh, the mother. And uh, so it's really a family affair, and uh, it's a nice thing to see. Not even a question about that, that's for sure. And uh, all I got to say is uh, no stakes races this weekend at Aqueduct. That's kindly, kind of unusual. We got to hope we have racing today at Aqueduct, Ralph. It didn't start yet, but the skies are black, the winds are blowing, and uh, it's going to be quite a day, I'm sure, if they run. And I'm sure they're going to obviously try to run. They're going to uh, move post times up and try to get through this as quick as possible because it's supposed to really deteriorate as the day goes on. All right, my man. Well, uh, let's take a look at some of the races that are happening today uh, across the country. Of course, you got uh, a handicapping team for both uh, Gulfstream Park. Hello, I'm getting a little feedback. Right? Uh, yeah, Gulfstream Aqueduct uh, and uh, Oaklawn and uh, uh, Oaklawn doesn't run today. I'm sorry. Is dark. I'm sorry. I'm getting a feedback. Somebody's pushing it in the feedback here. Okay. Anyhow, today you got uh, sheets at uh, Aqueduct. You've got uh, a sheet at Los Alamitos and one for Gulfstream Park, right? Right. Oakland does not run today, taking the day off. Yeah, I know, man. Well, I mean, they're all that cash they got to give away for that pick five. Could you imagine <laughs> that? Wow. That was crazy. And the same thing happened at Turfway, I think, last night also. They had like a, a $50,000 late pick five. So we were talking about it yesterday. If you could figure out Turfway, you have an opportunity to really make some good money because the payoffs there have been unbelievable. Yeah, there's no question about that, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, when we talk about uh, those uh, those pools like that, uh, you know, you, you say to yourself, well, those 50-cent pools, you get a chance to really uh, maneuver and, and go deep in a lot of races if you can get a, a singleton somewhere along the line to help it out. And like you said, really, when John Lindo missed that one pick uh, that paid $2 and change yesterday, his philosophy was trying to beat the favorite. Obviously, when you yeah. get a horse that's that, that much of a favorite, you almost have to put him in as a safety valve in any one of the gimmicks you're playing. But he really tried to, to beat the favorite, and it couldn't do it, I guess, with Baffert and uh, Hernandez. Pretty tough there at Los Al. Yeah, but eight out of nine, pretty pretty uh, impressive. And even if they all they did a hard thing to do. Yeah, that's for sure. Okay, let's uh, get started with some picks from you. Okay, let's Hey, Ralph, I'm getting this. We got uh, Jonathan breaking up a little here. All right, Jonathan, are you, are you, let's see if we can get the, the picks out. Go ahead. Okay, sixth race today at Gulfstream. I like the number seven horse in here, a Brumar. This is a two-year-old colt who gets a major barn switch today. Ran once in Woodbine. Now he moves to uh, Florida and runs for Safi Joseph. He's listed at four to one on the morning line in a full field of 12. I like number seven, a Brumar, to win today's sixth race out at Gulfstream Park. All right, you're doing good now. We got the signal back. In the sixth race, two-year-old maidens at a mile on the turf. You like the seven, a Brumar. With uh, Edgar Zayas aboard, the seven at four to one in the sixth race at Gulfstream Park is uh, Jonathan's play there. Go ahead, Jonathan. Where are we going next? Let's go to Low Sal and look at race number eight. It's a starter allowance. And the number three horse in here, Flatter with Jules, a six-year-old mare from the Salvador Naranjo barn. And this barn won two races yesterday at Low Sal. The stable there all year round, so his horses have somewhat of an advantage, I think. Edgar Pryor's aboard to ride. Second start back off of a layoff. Number three, Flatter with Jules, wins today's eighth race out at Low Sal. All right, the eighth race at Los Alamitos, number three, Flatter with Jewels, the three in the uh, eighth race at Los Al, and don't forget nine races today there, Jonathan. Uh, and, of course, you have a, a sheet for Gulfstream Park as well. Uh, and all I can say is um, you're not going to take a shot at Aqueduct, huh? No, well, I don't know what the weather's like. It's not fair. <laughs> I, I, I know, I understand. I'm just saying that uh, you do have a sheet for Aqueduct. Will they? Uh, will they? 
Well, they uh, then again, uh, you got to play your sheet cautiously for Aqueduct, then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was made with a wet track in mind, so people that are playing it will be able to figure it out. Oh, okay, good. So it was made for wet track. That's what I wanted to get to. Okay, yeah. uh, thanks a lot, Jonathan. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. Thanks, Ralph. Stay safe and be well. All right. You got it, my man. Now we're going to go to Bob Mazursky standing by. Bob uh, from uh, Los Alamitos. Uh, good morning, Bob. Good morning. How are you, Ralph? Well, I'm doing fine. We've got a little technical stuff work, working here, but that's okay. Uh, in any case, a big day yesterday at Los Al, including the uh, big uh, race last night, the Champion of Champions. Yeah, we had two good races last night. We had an upset in the Champion of Champions, flashback one over Impressum. And then in the, earlier in the day, Bob Baffert continued his run in the Starlet, one for the seventh time in a row. Nothing like you made the lead early and was never really challenged. He won by over five lengths, a very impressive performance by her. Now the uh, wins in a row for that really. the winner of the champion of champions, uh, you know, we we're talking about inside and outside post broke from post one, didn't he? Yes, he did. It's been a long time since a horse had won that particular race from post one, but he broke like very, very well, and uh, you know he was in front most of the way. It looked like from what I saw. And uh, that particular horse that won last night also uh, finished, I think, second in 19, uh, uh, 2021, a couple of years ago in that race. So he's uh, familiar with that, right? That is correct. He's a runner-up. He had been a runner, previous runner-up, and yesterday he got the job done. The nice win for him. For the big, big money, that's for sure. All right, looking at uh, Los Al today, uh, we've got the uh, Soviet problem for two-year-old uh, Phillies. It'll be the ninth race on the card again. Six go to the post on that one. And uh, uh, Loretta Lynn, eight to five, Hernandez, and uh, you know who? Yeah, Phil D'Amato. And uh, that mare that she's out of Sunday rules, she was a multiple stakes winner, very nice horse. And this horse, you know, was well regarded going into her first race, was able to win nicely. I don't see any reason why she won't handle the stretch to a mile. Hernandez, of course, just keeps winning stake after stake here. Yesterday was his. 15th stakes win at Los Alamitos, and he doesn't ride here all that often, so that's quite a professive, impressive performance by him. Asada Fries comes off a win for Craig Lewis and Legacy Ranch last time, and she goes turf to dirt, but at least she's proven at the distance. So I think those are the two main probables in the race, main contenders in the race. Uh, Bob, uh, looking at the uh, competition yesterday, it, looked, it seems to me that, uh, that they're coming from everywhere. It's a very fair racetrack. Yeah, I, I think that's all you can ask for. I mean, uh, it's been uh, some long shots, some uh, favorites. We had a lot of short price favorites win yesterday, but there have been some upsets sprinkled in. But you can win from on the lead or from behind so far. And and when it, when is the movement going to start to rename the Starlet the Baffert Invitational? Yeah, I think you could do that. And, you know, between that and the Futurity, he's won both races uh, a number of times here, seven times for both in the 10 years we've been running. So it's been a race that he's, uh, you know, obviously dominated both of them. All right, Bob, uh, let's take a look at today's racing card. Uh, and of course the, uh, the, uh, Soviet problem, which uh, you feel that, uh, it really does, uh, kind of, uh, favor the favorite, so to speak in that race. But we have, uh, eight other races before that. And it looks like good competition. It looks like a very, uh, competitive, even though, uh, you've got some uh, short fields look very competitive today. Yeah, there have been some short fields here, but most of them have been pretty wide open, as wide open as you can be in a six-horse field. So I'm going to go to the seventh race. That's one of the uh, races in the late pick four. I like number four, City of Champions. This horse has been running at night, but been very, very sharp. Did win here during the July meet. I think he's going to get a good trip just off the horse on the inside project leader. Angie Aquino had a, has already had a winner at this meet, so I like number four, City of Champions, in the seventh race. All right, seventh race uh, at uh, Los Al. You like the four city of champions, the four in the seventh. Uh, Jonathan gave us a horse in the eighth, so we're starting to build a nice late pick four there. Again, you have one pick five. It's the first five races, a 50-cent base bet. And then you have the dollar pick fours, one that starts the early one, starts in the second race and ends in the fifth. And then the other one, the late pick four for a dollar base bet as well, will be the last four races on each racing card at Los Alamitos. What are we looking at next week? Well, we have our last three days of the meet, and we have stakes all three days. We have the Bayacoa on Friday. That race will be drawn on Tuesday, and then next Saturday we'll have the Futurity. That race will be drawn on Wednesday, and then we wrap it up next Sunday with the King Glorious, which is the 
male version of the Soviet problem. We'll take entries for that on Thursday, and that'll be the closing day event next Sunday. All right. And um, as far as the jockeys are concerned, it looks like uh, it's a pretty even uh, uh, battle for the jockey standings there at Los Al right now. Yes, we had Kyle Frey won a couple races yesterday. Umberto Rispoli won two. You know, he'd only won one race previously here in all the years at Los Al. He doubled that total yesterday. Baffert, of course, had a couple wins yesterday. And Mark Glatt, who, you know, had the uh, Chattelis in the uh, Starlet yesterday, ran third there. But he won three other races on the card. So he's off to a great start at this Yeah, meet. a triple yesterday at Los Al for, uh, for him, that's for sure. Hey, thanks a lot, Bob. We'll talk to you next week. But before we let you go, tell everybody where they can get your selections and stuff. Yeah, I do Southern California selections every racing day at todaysracingdigest.com. Also do a graded handicap for the uh, Southern California News Group papers, which includes the LA Daily News, Pasadena Star News, and Orange County Register, among others. All right. You got it. Thanks a lot, Bob. Appreciate it. Have a great day at the races. We'll talk to you next week. All right. We'll talk to you Friday, Ralph. Take care. All right. You got it, my man. Now, uh, when we come back, I've got uh, Rich Eng's picks for you, and I've got uh, the clocker Ernie Perry's picks at Woodbine. So we'll continue on this Sunday race day show. Come to you live and direct from the South Point Studios here at the South Point Race and Sportsbook area. And don't forget, on YouTube, sign up and subscribe. Go to South Point Studio. When you get to that uh, site, hit subscribe and subscribe. We'll appreciate that. We'll be right back. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who helps our nation's homeless veterans? And who helps our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word. Honor our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. The racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. Back on Race Day Las Vegas for this Sunday. Let's get started with some picks for you. Now, Rich Eng, of course, is not with us. He's celebrating his birthday in Southern California, and he will be going to the uh, football game tonight uh, at uh, SoFi Stadium when the uh, the L.A. Chargers will uh, take on the uh, Denver Broncos. And he uh, that was one of his picks, in case you missed it. Uh, one of his picks was the Chargers uh, today and uh, the Kansas City Chiefs later today as well. They both kick off at 125, and so those are his football picks to reiterate what he uh, gave us yesterday. But he does have a pick for Los Alamitos today. I want to remind everybody that even though Richie is down in Southern California, his selections for all the races today at Los Alamitos uh, is available at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. Just go there and click on Richie's icon, and you'll get it. Let's get Richie's pick for the race day listeners. He comes in the fifth race today at Los Alamitos. In the fifth race, Richie likes number six, Tapio Leo. Number six, Tapio Leo. Six to five on the morning line with Juan Hernandez. He said, listen, this is a key singleton for all of your bets, whether you're betting pick six, pick four, pick five, or a singling a horse in an exacta or a trifecta. He knows it's a short price, but he thinks uh, uh, the uh, horse is a, a solid, solid pick here. The six, Tapatio Leo. Tapatio Leo, the six horse in the fifth race is uh, Rich Ang's selections. And again, I get the rest of his selections right there at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. Now we go to Woodbine. Remember, Woodbine will close up on December 17th, so they're winding down their long meet at Woodbine. At Woodbine, uh, Ernie Perry Clocker Report has two picks for us today. In the first one, it'll come in the fifth race. The uh, horse he likes is number three, Mount Aero- Robes or Ho-Reb. Mount 
Horeb. Let me get that right. Mount Horeb, 12 to 1 on the morning line. That's right. Uh, Mr. Campos aboard there worked 59.80. He said this horse is worth a bet in this field. That the horse is, uh, he's got to get the right trip, but at 12 to 1 on the morning line, he thinks he's live and a good price at 12 to 1. So he likes the, the three horse in the fifth race. He said it's worth a bet. And in the sixth race, Ernie Perry's clocker report comes up with number nine, Gilt Edge. Number nine, Gilt Edge. 12 to 1 on the morning line on this one with Justin Stein aboard. Worked 48 uh, from the starting gate with the ent- entry mate. He said the barn does uh, well with the uh, firsters. He likes this horse at this price. He thinks it's worth a shot. So in the sixth race, he likes the nine gilt edge. So in the fifth race, he likes the three. Sixth race, he likes the nine. And that's Ernie Perry's clocker report from Woodbine. We'll be back right after this with more. Our closing act, you know who it is. John Lendo, the man of the hour. And Jerry Jackowitz as well. Don't go away. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos Racecourse continues its celebration of 10 years of daytime thoroughbred racing with an action-packed two-week winter meet in beautiful Orange County. Opening day is Friday, December 8th, and racing will be held Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays through December 17th. First post will be 12.30 p.m. Pacific. Our December meet is our biggest daytime meet of the year with five stake races on tap, including three graded stakes events. Our opening Saturday will feature the running of the Grade 2 Starlet featuring an outstanding field of juvenile fillies. And on Saturday, December 16th, top juveniles will race in the Grade 2 Los Alamitos Futurity. Other top stakes events include the Bayacoa, the Soviet Problem, and the King Glorious. And horse players, the Los Alamitos On-Track Live Money Handicapping Contest is back on Saturday, December 16th. You could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. For the contest format and more, go to LosAlamitos.com. Daytime racing is back at Los Alamitos. Opening day is set for Friday, December 8th. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. Okay, wrapping up this Sunday Race Day Las Vegas radio program, reminding you we're off Monday and Tuesday. We'll be back here at 7 a.m. Pacific time, God willing, and the crick don't rise on Wednesday morning. But right now, I want to bring in the man of the hour, the man of the day, the man of race day. And if I had a drum roll, I'd be playing it right now for John Lendo. John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. Good day yesterday. Let's have another one today. Well, you know, we were talking about it. The one race you missed was the... (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. The one race you missed was the horse that paid a filthy $2.80 for a $2 win bet. It was the dead, dead favorite. And I know what you were trying to do uh, because the horse, uh, that was obvious enough. You were trying to give a top pick in the race that would be the most, uh, the most logical horse to beat him if he didn't fire. Well, he did fire. And that was the only loser on the card. And you can't blame you for trying to take a shot against a filthy favorite. I never apologize for getting beat by a one to five shot. You take your best chances. He looked like he might be vulnerable and that's enough to take a shot. You know, again, Elwood Blues won the race for Bob Baffert and Juan Hernandez. You tip your hat and you go on to the next one. But, uh, you know, one of the things we stress is, and we've talked about at the South Point, we're trying to find value wherever you possibly can. So you look for the value and sometimes you get beat by logical horses. And I got to tell you, too, even on the sheet yesterday, 
you know, uh, you tried to beat, uh, obviously, that dead favorite. And everybody who is playing exotics or anything with a, with a horse like that is going to put him in uh, to as a saver, to save yourself from not getting beat by the big dead favorite, although you don't want it to happen. But in any case, uh, you know, there were some horses on your sheet yesterday that were of the $6 variety, etc., but they were valued horses. They were valued picks on it because they were competitive races. Right. I think the first three races in the pick six yesterday, not big prices. There was a $14 winner and a $9 winner and a $6 winner. But in, in six horse fields, when you're beating favorites, it's like uh, when you beat favorites in, in larger fields anywhere. You know, if you can beat the favorites, the payoffs go up accordingly. So uh, you're not going to get as big a payoff per race, but they're out there. And so you, you take what the, you know, this is the hand we're dealt. We play it and we do the best we can with it. Not even a question about that. You did a great job there, uh, John, yesterday. People are clamoring in the book back here to get your sheet for today. And uh, I guess you're seeing the ball very well at Los Alamitos, no doubt. Well, I enjoy it. I like Los Alamitos. Like I said many times, I try to support that meet as much as possible. Uh, the horses I have, I try to race there if there are races for them. Uh, they've done a lot of good things for the race industry in California. The least we can do is support them back and tell them thank you for the effort. Bob Baffert seems to own the starlet. <laughs> he, he's pretty good with that race. Uh, seven in a row. And, uh, you know, next Saturday they've got the Los Alfa Turdy. I think he's going for a seventh winner there, too. He stables a lot of his young horses at Los Alamitos, getting them legged up over there before they move into Del Mar and Santa Anita. And, again, he started as a quarter horse trainer at Los Alamitos way back when. So he has a lot of ties there, and he's a guy that supports that racetrack as well. He's not afraid to show off a good one over there at Los Al. And it seems like that he'll save a horse or two that develops later on in the year as a two-year-old. So he'd have a, a, a real good, solid contender for those races in this meet at Los Al. <laughs> He's got an army, Ralph. He's yeah. got waves. Uh, he'll send the first wave out in July at Del Mar. He'll send another wave out in September as the meet ends. He'll get ready now for the stretching these horses out at Los Alamitos. And then all of a sudden they turn three-year-olds, and here we go getting ready for the Triple Crown. Well, John, it's time to get a horse from you today. You gave us a winner yesterday among the eight of the uh, nine races yesterday that you had picked on top on the Linda Report. Do I have to tell anybody now here at South Point, John Lindo's Linda Report covering all the races, a suggested late pick four, which he also hit yesterday, and the pick six, by the way, and uh, all of the goody information. One comprehensive sheet for Los Alamitos today is available right now behind me at the race book here at the South Point, but it's only here at the race book at the South Point, free of charge, complimentary. A winner, John. Let's go down to the ninth and final. That's the Soviet problem stakes. Number two, Petite Filet, cost just $1,300 as a yearling last year. And she's shown, she's a trier. Yeah, she, she broke her maiden in the slop at Santa Anita, came back in the Golden State Juvenile Phillies, ran a big second against a good filly named Grand Slam Smile. I think she wants two turns. She's based at Los Alamitos, so this is her home track. You've got the low-profile connections and trainer Alfred Vucolo and uh, Ricardo Ramirez, the local jockey there. I think that'll help the price. The filly that might get overlooked today, 3-1 to one on the morning line, number two, Petite Filet, race number nine, Los Alamitos. All right, in the ninth and final race, the Sylvia problem. We, uh, John Lendo likes number two, Petite Filet. Petite filet, and we'll get a nice filet on this one if we get this one home a winner for uh, dinner tonight, that's for sure. In the ninth race, you like the two-horse. Don't forget, folks, to get John Lindo's Lindo Report. Lindo Report uh, scheduled for next week. I will do Gulfstream Park on Thursday when Los Alamitos is dark, and then we'll cover closing weekend at Los Alamitos next Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You got it, John. Thanks a lot. Yeoman's job yesterday, my man. Thank you, and we'll talk right. on Wednesday. Thanks, Ralph. Good luck today. We're going to Jerry Jackowitz next. Jerry, I do believe you've got a Raiders cap on today. I do, I do, I do. It's Raiders Sunday. All right, my man. Okay, well, we know who you're going to be rooting for, that's for sure. Oh, sure, yeah. And, uh, it's Raiders and Giants. It's a, it's a strange little family here, but it's Raiders <laughs> no. and Giants in New York. Giants and Raiders. Yeah, well, you're, you live I'll, here. I'll be, all in, in, I'll be all in Giants blues. So. Okay, all right. Well, uh, we'll go for that. Anyhow, Jerry, um, your power pages. What color is you know, there? Okay. Uh, your power pages you have today for Los Alamitos and for uh, Aqueduct. We know the weather's bad back east. Is your power page set up for the what might be an off track at Aqueduct today? 
Well, I handicap for a fast track, which it is right now. And no doubt there's going to be rain at some point through the day, but it's hard to know when that's going to come exactly. They'll okay. say 12, but, you know. Uh, but when it arrives, you'll just um, you'll make your adjustments using the M's. The small M's, you'll add a, a half a point or a point to. The big M's, you'll add, you know, maybe two to four points on. And you'll, you'll you know, rejigger the, um, the ratings so that uh, they make sense. But you'll have to see what the condition is when you um, – in real time. Okay. So I did it that way. And, uh, of course, Los Alamitos, there's nothing to worry about. Right, exactly. Track right now is labeled fast at Aqueduct. We'll leave it at that. We'll get a pick at Aqueduct where you had a reverse play hit yesterday. Yeah, just real quickly, in the last week, we've had 26 26- – Pop-out keys or feature plays, nine winners, six seconds out of the 26. That's pretty good. Yeah, my guys um, do it. My guy, my handicappers on this show do a great job. Believe me, I know. I, I follow you guys. Go ahead. Okay, so let's let's go to, uh, let's see. Let's go to race number four for at Aqueduct today, 235, the three horse. And the reason I'm not using the nine horse is my horse there scratched, so I'm not using the ninth race. Okay. The three horse in race number four is real interesting, 235 with my uh, – Madison over up for uh, Orlando Noda. Horse is just really racing well. Looks like he's taking, he's getting a little class upbeat. Class is no problem for this nine year old gelding. If he's feeling good, he's just going to run through it. I love the three over the one, four, seven, small reverses, but the three in race number four, anything over two to one sounds good to me. All right. In that fourth race, scratch number six. In this race, the fourth, you like the three over one, four, seven in reverse. That's at Aqueduct fourth race. Now we'll go to Los Alamitos. Yeah. By the way, I have a V horse in the ninth race if you want to hook it up with John's pick. Okay. Who I love also. All right. Let's go to race number one for our featured play today. Number six, Mumbles Brockman uh, really pops off the page. Four to one is a tremendous overlay for this uh, Miati horse. Two races, just kind of slow, getting into it mid-race, coming home fast. Right. It's going to love the long stretch. I love the six in race number one. Play the six over the one, four, five, seven, small reverses. That's how we take care of all the first-time starters. We just put them in. Okay. The uh, we got to run first race, the six over one, four, five, seven, and reverse the six in the first, post-time 1230 at Los Al. Have a great Sunday, everybody. Say it, Jerry. Hello. Have a great race day, everybody.